Welcome to Blueprint Boost for Contractors, the podcast that's your go-to source for unlocking the secrets to successful marketing, gaining valuable insights, and growing your contracting business with less stress. Your host is David Brooks, and he's thrilled to be your guide on this journey. As a seasoned expert in the contracting industry, David understands the challenges you face. That's why each episode is crafted to provide you with actionable strategies and proven blueprints to boost your business to new heights. Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome everyone to our latest episode. Uh, and for this episode, we have a special guest with us. And I could do all the introductions myself, but I'll let him introduce himself. Yeah. Hey, thanks for thanks for having me on. My name is Matt Tyner. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at uh, Bone Dry Roofing. Uh, we're a, a roofing and exteriors contractor in the Midwest, Southeast, and out West covering about nine states with 17, 19 locations. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to fact check that one, but uh, been in the, been in the role about a month and a half, but I come from the home services industry. So very familiar with the, with the, the client interactions and customer acquisition and top of mind awareness and, and overall branding side of things uh, for home services. And a, a, a home is a home and a client is a, is a client. We just got to serve them well. Right. Well said. Well said. Well, Matt. Well, how do you get? How do you first get involved with the home services niche? Yeah. So that interesting enough. When I was coming out of, so I, I went to Butler University here in Indianapolis and uh, loved loved my four years there. Uh, had a uh, a year long internship at Delta Fawcett Company, who's headquartered here in, in Indianapolis on their their retail side of things, and uh, really became to to really love love the product, love the industry there. However, it was in 2010 that I graduated, so it was uh, coming out of the the housing market crash, and Delta was, unfortunately was still under a hiring freeze, or I think my career may have taken a little different path. Um, but with that, got me in the HVAC space. Um, the HVAC and home services were still going very strong. Had some uh, connections. Actually, one of my bosses at uh, Delta was able to get me in contact with some folks on the HVAC side as she worked for for Carrier previously. Uh, so got me on the HVAC side, loved it, worked the distribution aspect of it, uh, ended up making a jump over uh, to the e-commerce side. So worked for a company that was selling filters, humidifiers, and online and some services uh, in regards to Legion to some, some contractors. I uh, loved that. Saw some really cool growth in two years. We sold a lot of filters, sold a lot of humidifiers online. Uh, that was that was just a cool experience. Um, then from there, wanted to go on the contracting side. Uh, I was like, well, hell, I've got the 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 distributor, which kind of kind of has manufacturer experience. Um, then I had the e-commerce side. I was like, I'm missing the contractor. So I, I made the jump over to a contractor's business there in Cincinnati and in Lexington. And helped help them kind of right right size the, the the company and get things on a growth pattern and and as their director of sales and marketing and uh, that was a that was a blast. It's when I really got uh, more involved on the marketing side of it, uh, and that was that was just some really really good experience. And I, uh, my wife and I, we decided to make the move back here to Indianapolis, and you know, we we're born and raised just about thirty minutes north of Indy, uh, forty depending on traffic. Um, but we decided to make our, our way back here. Uh, so we 
Um, I took a position as vice president of marketing for a marketing agency that specializes in the home services that is local here in Indianapolis, and then um, ended up making my way over to a company called Max Service Group, which locally has Williams Comfort Air and Mr. Plumber, very large HVAC and plumbing contractors here in Indianapolis. Um, then we have Cincinnati, had Cincinnati, Louisville, and Columbus, Ohio, about 600 employees and uh, driving driving a lot of revenue across that business. And it was just HVAC and plumbing. And then uh, I was put into contact with Gene, the owner here uh, at Bone Dry, and we just had some really good productive conversations. And it just felt like it was a good time for me to make a change uh, professionally and career-wise and came on board here as the CMO. So month and a half, we're in it, man. We're, <laughs> we're hiring, we're 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 uh, we're having some fun, but uh, but yeah, it's it's been an been an absolute blast being being over here on the roofing side. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's been a really great journey and uh, path for you over the years, and it's yeah. really nice to be able to hear your transition through each period uh, and to be able to see the wins in uh, each thing, uh, each uh, sector that you've been in. Uh, yeah. So- over the, the course of the years of experience, what are some trends that you observed in the home services industry? Yeah, so I I think one that's always going to hold true is 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 you know serve serve your community and serve it well. Um, really being involved in the community, I think that's become very that is becoming very apparent and, and a big need right now. Specifically, as you're seeing paid media costs go in uh, increasing, um, even even on your top of mind awareness channels. You know, we're going into a political cycle. <clears throat> it's going to be an expensive year there. Uh, postage increases, right? We get to a year now. Um, things are getting more expensive on on some of your your paid channels, and and so. Being more involved with your community, I think, is going to become more and more critical. And then finding the right partners, whether it be hiring people internal or finding an agency external to be able to um, help you grow and align with your business objectives is going to be uh, essential. There's a lot of, you know, we're joking before, there's a lot of, uh, lack of better words, there's a lot of shitty agencies out there. Um, that do not have the best interests of their clients at heart. And um, that I think is something that is, there's more and more transparency coming around that. And that's going to be essential for people just to know who they can partner with, who's who's going to help them uh, grow based on what they want their business goals to be, right? And, and really help drive drive the business forward. Because you got to think, Every time we grow the company, it's us being able to impact more and more families, right? We've got six to seven hundred full-time employees across across the organization here at Bone Dry, and you know if each of those employees have anywhere between, you know, either one to to one to five people in their family, your your impact and your 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 sphere of influence grows pretty substantially. And, and I think we as business owners just need need to be very. Um, cognizant as leaders, not owners, leaders, uh, as, as leaders, we need to be very cognizant of that and, and really help, help, uh, help bring that to light. So I, I think that's, that's some of the trends because your you, community increased paid media costs. Um, it's not going to get cheaper. Google, Google's very, 
uh, very forward about they want to make money. Uh, so, so is Meta and some of the other platforms that are commonly used. Um, we just need to, to manage it accordingly. No, that's so true. And uh, it's so vitally important, especially being in 2024, to be able to pivot, uh, look at uh, really being able to infuse your business into the community uh, to be able to help uh, the company grow, but also to be able to provide great world-class customer service. Absolutely. Uh, customers. Uh, so yep. going into that segment, you know, what does Bone Dry do to make sure that it gives, you know, really positive experience uh, to customers? Yeah, I, I think what I love about being here, right? As a marketer, you're, you're, you're always marketing success is dictated by operational performance. Mm -hmm. um, and the the operations here, I have no question about. I know if I get the lead in, we're going to take care of that client well. Uh, we really focus on on the on what we provide to the client being the bone dry experience. We have the, the We Care program, uh, which is essentially the sales process. Um, and, and it's all rooted in, in genuinely caring and watching out for the best interests of, of the client. It's not, you know, we want to be a repair company first, that is there for you when you need a, when you need a new roof. Um, the same with the other exterior services that we offer. Um, we 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 play the long game. Uh, it's not it's not a simple transaction. And I think if you're doing those things and doing those things well, uh, you're going to set your your company up for success. I think we've got a, a a problem in the home services industry, specifically during the COVID years. Right? It was it was very transactional. It was very transactional, and I think a lot of companies lost focus on who they were uh, as a company because it was onto the onto the next service, onto the next service. I've got more calls, more calls, more calls. Well, now now things have kind of course corrected a little bit within the home services. Roofing hasn't felt it as much as some of the other trades, uh, but some trades have felt it pretty bad. And um, it's all about playing the long game and really taking care of of that call that you're on, taking care of that customer as well as you can. And so that you, so that you are then top of mind to them whenever they have a neighbor or a family member or someone that needs needs your service because it's it's uh, as intent lessons because people aren't as at home as much. Uh, I think that's going to be something that that we just need to be very very focused on, um, which is why I'm, I'm I consider myself very lucky being here and part of the the Bone Dry team. Uh, because they, again, it's just something that's been ingrained in their culture through Gene, the owner, uh, for uh, years and years and years. For thirty years, they've been in existence, and and that's that's something that, from a marketing perspective, that's critical. Because I could drive all leads all day long, but if we give uh, a terrible experience and that we get negative reviews and our review ratings drop uh, in aggregate, you're you're going to have you're going to have problems. You're going to have problems driving new and new, more new customers. So I think those are those are a couple of things that I think people need to to focus on and just really mapping out what that customer journey is. What are the touch points at each, each um, at each step of the journey? And understanding how it can be better, how can communication be be performed? I, I think one of the biggest things you see in reviews are um, because roofs, right, and exterior projects can be a little bit lengthier of a timeline, specifically if insurance is involved, so on and so forth. So, how do you maintain that communication channel to let people know, hey, we're still working on this, we got you taken care of, and that's something that that they've done a really good job of here, and, and that uh, that is something that that is just absolutely critical to me as a marketing leader. 
Yeah, and it's, it's so true that you mentioned uh, the review aspect of it and then walking the customer through the journey and keeping mm -hmm. that lines of communication open. And communication is such a key element into success yeah. of being able to develop a relationship with a your customer uh, and then potential customer too, as well. Yep. Uh, it all goes back to being customer uh, focused and driven. Uh, I've listened to certain phone calls and you can hear the company and they'll put somebody on hold without asking, uh, yep. or they'll be having a conversation in the background and, you know, 15 seconds goes by, they're still having that conversation without, you know, acknowledging the person right. that they're, they, that's picking up the phone. Right. Uh, or not even calling them back in a timely fashion. Well, and I, th I think this goes back to a couple of questions ago around what trends I'm seeing. I, I think we are seeing too many folks rotate out of top of mind awareness right now. I think I did a LinkedIn post on this that, that got a decent amount of traction. And it's really um, unfortunate to see um, an over-rotation again, I would have hoped we would have learned uh, in the, the earlier 2000s, right? The home services space over-rotated to digital. They, a lot of people got out of your radio, your TV, your billboards, your, your top-of-mind awareness channels, which, by the way, when COVID hit, we jumped. It, where I worked at previously, we jumped back in. We had 82 billboards in Indianapolis. We spent millions of dollars on TV, radio. Like that's Those are things that make sure you're not fighting when it comes to some of the digital things, that you're not fighting against 50 other contractors over that same PPC lead, right? And, and driving up that cost per click, that you're not going after the same lead gen, whether it be home advisor, whatever, um, going after that same lead with five other contractors, that they they know you, they know they want to work with you, they know that they want to trust you. And we've, we've got to, we have to make sure we're building that trust in our marketing. Right. We cannot be just solely transactional. Mm -hmm. When we when we made that over rotation to digital, we also made an over rotation to very being very transactional in our relationships with our clients and, and lead opportunities. And we've got we've got to get out of that because now as you get back to where intent is kind of normalized. You're also going to have if the if the economy is weaker. I know there's a lot of mixed emotions about that, and in which you know class segments that are really being impacted, so on and so forth. But but when you're serving the community at large, you need to be very aware of that, and you have to understand that that when things do soften, there's natural there's a natural amount of distrust that's going to be in the consumer's mind, and it's our job as marketers and as the company from an operations and and leadership perspective, it's our job to restore that trust, right? Whether it be uh, the, the marketing that we're doing, whatever, it's our job to to restore that trust so that, that people know they want to do business with us. Because if it comes down to, um, if it comes down to 10 companies being displayed, and there is one that they they know is going to take care of them, they're going to naturally gravitate towards that one. Will they bring on some others? Yeah. But it it lends itself to to typically if you're building trust, you have systems, process in place, you're probably not going to be the cheapest person in the market, but that's okay because they know you're going to take care of them. And that's just absolutely critical. And that would be my message to, to home services in general is make sure that you're really focusing on that trust building 
component because at the end of the day, that's all we have to offer. They can get the service from anywhere. They can get the product from anywhere, but they can't get that experience and they can't get that level of trust. And, and that's our that's our job at the top of the funnel in marketing. That's our job to to really build that. And that's so true. Building that trust is so vitally important because like you said, you may not be the cheapest, but you No, and I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> right. We got a business. We got a business to run. We have families to support here, right? We, we've got so many people that that rely us on on a daily. We're not going to be the cheapest, but as long as our price matches the value we bring in the transaction, we're good. We're good because at the end of the day, a customer is going to evaluate you. Your your value is going to be different to each and every customer. So you've got to make sure you're building as much as possible to make sure the value they're placing on your services and products match the value that you have on the price tag. And if, if you do have that, they're going to be comfortable making the transaction. No, that's so true. Exactly. You hit the the nail uh, on the head right there where, you know, the value proposition has to be there. The trust factor has to be there and providing that great experience, um, yeah. being able to set yourself apart from the other, you know, 10 other uh, companies in the area, you know, you know being yeah. able to have those reviews, uh, be able to have your customers speak good for you. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's so important to not only building trust, but credibility too, as well. Uh, when you have somebody else on a block, Oh, I've used them before. They were, they were great. They came and did my roof and, you know, uh, they answered all my questions and they yep. got back to me in a timely manner. And, and that can, that is contagious. <laughs> right. It, it 100% is. And that's, that's your brand at the end of the day. So, so protect it. Yes. And I think brand is, is so, uh, uh, overlooked too as as well. Yeah. Um, I think people just operating like you said. It's, it, it becomes so transactional, uh, and people forget about building a brand, bu building a good presence, uh, having that trust, having that value, uh, and having that be also be displayed on the website. And yep. can, could you give me your thoughts on you know an ideal website for a contractor or a roofing contractor, someone that's in the home services niche? How important is to have that website be right? Oh, website's critical, right? It, it's got to perform. It's got it's got to live up to the speed standards that, that Google puts out there. Uh, you need to be able to have really really strong call to actions, and, and I'm not saying aggressive call to actions. I'm saying strong call to actions. Uh, two very very different things. Um, and just make sure that that wherever someone is within the screen, that they're able to transact with you in one 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 fashion, right? They're able to do a call to action to to fill out, complete a form, make a phone call, so on and so forth. Make it make it easy for people to do do business with you, and and to interact with your brand. Make sure you have a chat available. We're we're in the process of of really redefining the. And, and redeveloping our web properties and what that experience is. So, so what you see today is going to be a completely different experience than what you're going to see um, in a couple of months once, once we have the project completed. But the web, web properties are, are absolutely critical. Um, you know, it, it sets the stage. You should be using that website as to, to really be building that trust um, and showing them the different trust factors and, and what you do. And, and think about I think in home services, we also do, uh, we have a huge opportunity to think about the small things 
and and how that impacts. We there are so many things we take for granted every day, right? Roofing, picking up nails. Like <laughs> we take that for granted. Not everyone picks up nails. And, and and so making sure that you're telling people that that you do that. Allow them to understand what comes with doing business with you. That's just that's just important, man. And and we got to be telling that story and we got to be relaying that message uh because if, if we don't and they don't choose to do business with us. That's on us. That's on us at that point. So, so tell, you know, tell every bit of the story that you can. And that, and that's so important uh, in that aspect of like you said something so small as picking up nails, uh, and and that's also providing you know a really uh, good experience outside of just something that's listed that you're going to do. You know, you right. can come by and do work, but. Does your crew, you know, pick uh, clean up after themselves or is it nice and tidy the, <laughs> after yep. the job is finished is so crucial. Yep. And, and I know like last thing that a roofer wants to do after putting a roof on all day is, is clean up. But that is I would I would say that is more important than putting on the roof um, <laughs> because because people will people see the cleanup more than they see the roof. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, that's the last transaction they have and the last experience they have, let's make sure we, let's make sure that, that we do it well. But yeah, I mean, web, web properties, making sure you have your website up going, really optimized for, for conversions, make sure it's telling the story, making sure that you have hyper-local content. You know, my, my background's primarily on the, on the digital side of things, but I've, I've grown into over the last several years on the traditional side and going back to the digital roots is, is, is there's more and more focus on hyper-local um, content and making sure that you're ranking well locally, uh, getting national traffic's great. But if you're, but if you're a contractor just in Indianapolis, Indiana, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. There was a great example um, when I was on the HVAC and plumbing side. Uh, what was a couple of years ago? They had the big freeze event down in down in Texas, right? Our website traffic went off the hook because who in Texas has blog content about freezing pipes? No one. And what to do about it? No one. And we got a ton of traffic for it, which which is great, but it's vanity traffic that wasn't going to convert into a, to a customer. So really, that that value to me is low. Um, so making making sure that you're looking through the data and you're creating good content that's local, but then looking at the data and analytics to make sure that it's local traffic that you're getting, uh, because it's easier to create some long tail blog content, get some good national traffic, you know, build build out a page that's lengthier and more relevant than a Yelp or someone that that's kind of that's I'd say fairly easy to do, but it you can do it, but is that what you should be doing? No, I, I would say it's not. And and having that right content on the website too is so important. So mm -hmm. hyper hyper local, hyper focused in on the customer's needs. Uh, yep. and you have to be able to, you know, uh, whether you do internal marketing or whether you have an agency is yep. to be able to do that research to see, you know, does it make sense? Like we offer this service, but does it make sense to put a lot of time right. and focus, you know, and building out a lot of content where not a lot of people may be even aware that this is a thing, <laughs> this is a service or something yep. that they need. Yep. Yeah. Just, you, you got it. Yeah. It's our responsibility as marketers to tell them what we do. It's not their, <laughs> their responsibility to guess. Right. So, so let's, let's make sure that we're, we're, we're telling them what they do so they can, so that ultimately they can do business with us.
Yeah, that's exactly right. <clears throat> so we're going to wrap up this segment uh, with our lightning round. Uh, so we're just going to uh, leave the uh, the listeners with some thoughts uh, for 2024 as we're just ramping up the beginning of the year. You know, what are three uh, critical things that you, you would be able advice that you would give to a home services business? Yeah. Um, depending. Uh, can I throw out one caveat before I do this? Yeah. yeah. Um, things that I mentioned may not be applicable to every contractor depending on their revenue band. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that I may say from the bone dry experience may not, is not going to be applicable to a single location uh, roofing contractor that's one to $5 million. Mm-hmm. So I want to give that, I just want to give that because I, I, I've seen instances where I've spoken somewhere. I, I say, you know, we're doing 82 billboards and then, you know, a, a smaller contractor then goes out and buys three billboards at at four to six thousand dollars a pop, and I'm paying six hundred. Like there's there's a big big difference. So I want to I want to put that caveat, and I'm always available on LinkedIn if someone wants to connect and I can answer questions and give some clarity. Um, but I I would say the big things going into into this year, you wanted three, right? Yep. Community, mm-hmm. build up that community presence and do it well. Without them, we're nothing, right? That that community is what allows us to serve them. So we need to serve them well. Um, keeping keeping engaged with your current client base. There's just way too there's way too much opportunity in the in the in the uh, customers that you have already served to to provide even more services to them. And it's probably because they don't know you offer it, right? We're doing a, a roofing job. We should probably also do the siding job if they need new if they need new siding. If they're getting quotes for siding, I sure hope they call us for that to be able to give them give them a quote. Um, but I guarantee there's a lot of siding products that are being put on under a bone dry roof, and and so make sure that you're engaging and you're you're letting people know what you do so they can select to do business with you. And then I would say, lastly, if you are in top of if you are in top of mind awareness, don't don't abandon it. Uh, that is that is something that is that is critical to the marketing mix. It is a mix. Keep that in mind. It's not it, it's not just digital. It's not just top of mind. It's a mix. And and the people that understand that do very well. Um, do very well in times like these. All right. No. Excellent. Uh, thanks, Matt. We appreciate it so much for giving us these nuggets of wisdom. Uh, and thank you, the listeners, for being able to listen to this episode. Episode. Tune in next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Blueprint Boost for Contractors. We hope you found today's insights and strategies valuable for your contracting business. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Your feedback helps us bring content that truly matters.